Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Tachi266. Welcome back to another episode of the GZ Chop Shop. Episode 19, guys. It has been an amazing few months. We have covered 19 amazing episodes, and it's all thanks to you guys. Love you all. And as always, we've brought someone special on the show again. This guy, let me put it this way. When you go on Twitch and you're perusing and everybody has their theme, I've literally told this gentleman, going in his dreams is like walking into a nightclub. The party is different every night. You never know who's going to show up. Some people in the shadows call him the Godfather. Others say, no, he's part of the the Vuitton family. But he said, nah, y'all got it wrong. I'm the Godfather and the Vuitton. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce the one and only Don Vuitton. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, bro. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me, King. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. The Tachi fantastic intro, as always, 10 out of 10. Thank you, thank you. Burn always hates it, but you know, I put some heart and soul into it. Because he doesn't like it. I put heart and soul into it. I will smack the fuck out of you. See? Here we go. Love you, buddy. So, so Don, since we've we've got you on the show, I just want to ask straight up. First question I like to ask usually everybody. What brought you... First of all, not even just on Twitch. Let's, what just brought you into the streaming world, bro? Tell us, tell us what got you into streaming. Man, I think it was, um, and I can't even remember the year. They all, they all like jumble together. But uh, whenever the PS4 was coming out, the Christmas that um, Lizard Squad hacked us mm. and we couldn't play. Whatever year that was, man, um, I got my PS4 and they had all these talks about uh, live streaming from the PS4. And I hadn't really uh, been into live stream much. I've been on YouTube, of course, but the whole like live thing, I, I was a little bit young for that, I would say. Um, <laughs> but they made it so accessible, you know, from the PS4. And I was like, yo, I got to try this. So like every game I picked up, I would uh, link it up to YouTube at first because Twitch was there. But I was like, huh, yeah, I'm not big. And you know what I mean? I'm not a big boy enough. <laughs> yeah, Twitch. yeah. Tw- yeah, Twitch man. was intimidating. Yeah, yeah, it was, man. So I was on YouTube for a little bit. Um, but man, when I got over to Twitch, it was like, uh, it was just like open welcome arms and purple's my favorite color. So it all aligned, you know, it mm-hmm. was perfect. Yeah. So so with your community, because every time I've gone into your streams and, and, and I've watched and I just kind of sit back and I, and I look at the chat interaction. The reason I say, guys, that his streams feel like a nightclub is because the energy that he gives off it's it's like a never-ending hype it's kind of like when you go to a concert and you just got that one guy that's just a hype man getting everybody ready for the for the main show he's his own hype man and the main show wrapped in the one and it's like like what kind of what kind of community are you trying to trying to build here like what i'm pretty sure every streamer myself bullet included when we when we turn on the camera we kind of know even without saying what we're going for with our our community uh what are you what are you going for like like who are you trying to reach man that's a that's a big question too, man. that's a good one of course um really in the end of the day and I, and I tell this to a lot of uh a lot of people 
these are all just like friends of mine. Um, I may have met him through some Fortnite matches. I may have met him through some Call of Duty matches. I may have met him from from Twitch. You know, uh, sometimes mm -hmm. I reverse my viewers, so I see the uh, smallest streamers first, and uh, we might, you know, go in there and just check them out for a second. And if they're my friends, then we interact and we play some games. We might play some Fortnite matches, and we're friends. You know, before we're even uh, supporters of each other's stream. Um, and so, besides just my friends, it's like uh, friends of friends that have, you know, give it that nightclub yeah. feel. Just random people sometimes uh, that pop in and out, man. But as far as reach, I would just say anybody that vibes with what we're putting down, you know, when we're live, and anybody yeah. that comes in and feels good and feels like it's home for them, that's the place uh, they, they want to be at uh, whatever time I decide to go live. Yeah, like I said, it's definitely it's definitely a very interesting vibe. It's definitely something that I don't see on a lot of channels. So you definitely got something unique going on, uh, for sure. I mean, if I didn't know any better, I could have swore you could have done like auctions because you just be ratting stuff off so <laughs> fast, man. And, and like when he's saying he's like playing the game, he's in the mood, and it's just like blah, 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 blah. it's like everybody's keep. I'm like, yo, uh, song request because that's 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 all. I'm <laughs> Can I get a song request? Yeah, that? <laughs> But having that energy is always a perk, though. Yeah. Like, is. imagine walking into a stream and somebody sound like Eeyore or some shit. Oh, you know? yeah. so, 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 what were you saying? Well, what were you saying? I ain't saying that, bro. Yes. Well, how many streamers have you guys, like, walked into that are just, like, got nothing going on? Yeah, uh, too many. Uh, too, too many. Too many. Well, too many. All the time. So I get bad with it playing like shooters and multiplayer games because I'm so focused on the game that I put chat to the side and I try not to, but yeah, oh, you got to. You got yeah. to sometimes, baby, to hit that clip. You got oh, to. Oh, yeah. 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 I got I do got to give because this is a, a game that I probably would have a struggle with even trying to make it entertaining, even with the way I am. Don does make watching Pokemon entertaining <laughs> Real. Uh, he actually awesome. i will give him that oh, man. man he does make watching someone play pokemon entertaining without really even talking about i mean when you talk when he's trying to catch a pokemon it's like Burr. literally Burr. <laughs> it's like watching a bouncer try to play it on mobile and he just like <laughs> <laughs> it's like yo are we playing hey, a gangster movie? Putting your... Are we playing Pokemon? Listen, it never ain't nothing out. wrong with putting your heart into it, bro. Hey, That's man, all it is. Absolutely not. Man, they get me 30 Pokeballs down. It's more than my heart, man. Oh, I'm man. Crying. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, crying, that's, that's a heart and soul well-being. I mean, they made it so hard in that game. They really do. They really do. But now we, we, we've got Don on here, so we can get into some nitty-gritty stuff. We're going to get, get into semi, uh, something that I know because of the holiday season, it probably gets glossed over a lot, and everybody's in the holiday mood. But I just want to address it, and this is... This this is between us, right, guys? This is between us. Um, sure. That whoever is listening to this. Yeah, and like the you know the X amount of people listening. <laughs> Twitch has an ad. This has been bugging the shit out of me. Twitch has a Coke ad going on. That you believe you damn me. Damn well. <laughs> believe you me. <laughs> if you <have> listen. <laughs> listen, your black ass knew damn well hey. how that ad was gonna work out. Hey. Look, uh, look, look. They was gonna look at you and ask you if you ate your cornbread and call the fucking Look, 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 I just wanna say one thing, okay? I just gotta say this. I just gotta get this off my chest. This is my grinding my gear moment, okay? In that entire ad, why? Why? Twitch, Coke, why is there at least not one single brown skin? They don't like your individual. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted to pull it up because I ain't seen I seen it ninety times. I did, but I I wanted to pull it up one last time mm -hmm. to give him a, a slither of hope. Oh, and I couldn't me. find it, you man. And it, there's not. There's not. The closest they got is the guy at the end with the dark hair. And I thought I said, okay, maybe maybe I just watched it too fast because you know sometimes I'll refresh the page just to get the ad out the way, and that coke ad just kept replaying. So I was like, mm -hmm. fine. I'm gonna watch this coke ad, and everyone's well, like, oh, "I'll watch it. I'll fucking watch it." Hey, hey, subliminal I... messaging about who does coke? Oh, that, <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> but but seriously, as I was I watching the ad, right now. I'm like, <laughs> what? 
I'm like, the holidays are supposed to be about family. It's about to be a togetherness, about friends, about, you know, putting your differences to the side. Coke has sent a completely different message there. And and the reason I, I'm so, because I know some people are listening, are like, oh my gosh, here we go. But no, if you go through and if you looked at every single person who's a Twitch partner, you have people of color, of they have tint to their skin that are partners. Has Coke not decided to reach out to any of them? Listen, okay. Hmm. Let, let, let's go. Or did they just feel that this no, was no, just no, going to no, get no, glazed no, no. I over? I got you right now. I got you right now. I want you to think back to the early 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Coke and McDonald's used to do commercials. Mm-hmm. How did their commercials used to look, right? So, the commercials... <laughs> Oh, well, my favorite McDonald's commercial from the 90s is Michael Jordan telling you to eat hamburgers instead of doing drugs. It's <laughs> it's a personal favorite. Hey, they even put Joe Green on the Coke commercial. Not <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So that makes me look at Twitch. Because yeah. so, if you have a Coke commercial, 90% of the time back in the 90s, there was Coke commercials was, hey, we're going to segregate, right? All mm-hmm. black people are gonna be here. Look at McDonald's commercials. You ever see some? You ever see somebody harmonize over a Big Mac? All, <laughs> hold up. All <laughs> I'm gonna say. All I'm gonna say. All I'm gonna say. Look at Tyrese. Tyrese was sitting here singing Coke jingles for look, years. I'm gonna just say this, and and anyone. I mean, I'm pretty Coke? sure. I'm pretty sure people are gonna be like, "No, nah, it wouldn't happen like that." You know, daggone well, if Popeyes or Chick Fil A got in a partnership with Twitch and every single person in their holiday commercial was of color, there would have been some uproar. Uh, Twitch, uproar. Twitch <laughs> would have took the ad down. <laughs> it would have Popeyes would have advertised on Twitch and every person was black, I would have died. It hey, would have started a war. Pushing, ain't it? <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> but, but, uh, but real talk, is is it just... It, it's, it just seemed blatantly obvious. It just felt blatantly obvious because the people they were showing the ad, I have no idea who they are. I have never seen them a day in my life. Uh, I don't know them from the guy that lives at the corner house down my street if there even is a guy that lives in the corner house down my street you know there is there probably is but i don't know who they are so if you're gonna get random people i mean i would have probably said hey if you can't pick then screw it reach out to like hundreds not everyone's gonna immediately reply not everyone's going to get the email and then be like hey we're reaching out to you we just want to take a scene from your stream to put it in our commercial that you may partner cool and then do like a collage not everybody needs to see the close-up of the face you do a collage of all those streamers and somebody can at a glance see hey we got a whole barrage of people mm-hmm. people like me when sit there and go hold up let me see that real quick <laughs> again run that let back me point out let me point out the fact nobody was harmonizing so you know ain't nobody black in that commercial. I mean... <laughs> Traditionally speaking, coke and black people. But when it comes to those commercials, somebody's singing. But that makes me... That that makes me want to ask, ask you, Don, as a, as a fellow brother on the, on the Twitch platform, uh, what issues, if any, because I know some, they, they never run into any issues. They don't feel like they run into any difficulties. How do you feel about the way Twitch, I want to say, well, we'll just go cut through with it. How do you feel Twitch handles the, uh, the race issue? Do you feel that they try to just do little smoke and mirrors like, hey, it's we're We kind of take care of it, but it's not really that. It's nothing really there. It's, it's, it's just, you know, it's everybody's imagination. Or have you had problems where, you know, some people come in and then they're just like, straight up trolls and you're like yo hey if you crash at my nightclub here what's going on yeah i mean um of course there's uh, always the occasional troll in the chat who will recommend a song that's just not too friendly you mm-hmm. know what i mean if we're being honest um and that's like every night you know and if it's not every night it's every other night multiple songs you know um and uh we're quick at catching them so it's uh it's like uh just charge it to the game really and that's if we're talking on a small scale, of course, Twitch isn't directly looking at me. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking on like a larger scale, um, say we bring just brown people in general, we've got a slicker 
who's an unpartnered streamer and he's actually doing wonders as far as like numbers goes and they're not partnering him because he's a quote-unquote brand risk and it's like um there's a you know yeah and, and it's just like yeah. when it comes to issues in general with twitch and and race and 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 sexism and all these things that they're accused of they're kind of like bluntly just like fuck you. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> you're not Honestly, wrong. You're not you're not that's, wrong. That's how they act about it. Yeah. And 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 I, I unless we could get someone that works, you know, that little guy on the totem pole that knows all the dirty secrets at Twitch. <laughs> it's like why? What is what is so bad? You have phenomenal streamers across the board regardless of, you know, race, gender, whatever why are you going out of your way to segregate what what is the difference what is the point there is no difference there is no point yet you make it so obvious in the way certain streamers that we know that are very top names they can drop racial slurs and they get a slap on the wrist and then someone else who once again people i've never heard of get Fan for hey the shirt i decided to wear today that i normally can wear happened to be just a little bit low cut ban but you got <laughs> you got you know streamer so-and-so with a dog going up her hoo-ha <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> listen right hey! <laughs> as my dog is lurking in the background over here oh, hey don't let that dog go up your hoo-ha okay <laughs> don't put that dog on the camera no. it's dangerous, hey, it's dangerous. what did uncle ruckus say in the boondocks right i'm not repeating the song because it's inappropriate but don't trust those new yep yeah. and that's how twitch has the mentality yep. that's how and you, and you know what it's no wonder uh that mixer is a lot of people are you know yeah in the numbers game twitch still leads as the juggernaut with that so did youtube but even then they realized hey we screwed over the gaming community that was actually a big pull for us they don't lead in the gaming community anymore <laughs> twitch picked it up we've talked about this before twitch is dropping the ball so damn hard that mixer is is picking it up and they're setting these firm you know guidelines that I personally believe is going to literally in probably the next five years. I give it, I give Twitch about five years if they don't get their shit together with it. Uh, because there's a lot of up and coming streamers and it's to the point. I know a lot of people are like, yo, you know, that's just the way life is. I'm going to ignore it. There's nothing I can do about it until you realize, Hey, you've been dedicating yourself to this for X amount of years. You've built this following. You've put in the time you've put in the work. And then someone, so-and-so-and-so, and so, because, you know, they're of a different ethnicity that just doesn't happen to have your tint color, comes along, and in two months does what you've taken maybe two years to do, and Twitch goes, hey, want to be a partner? <laughs> Here's your check mark. Here's your little check mark. And then, you know, at that point, who can you truly be mad at? Can you be mad at the system, or can you be mad at yourself for not being outspoken about the system? So, me personally, I feel, you know, that ad, if that doesn't get certain people riled up, something is wrong. Something is seriously True. wrong. If that True. ad doesn't get you riled up uh, based on how they did it. And I feel that if we're not outspoken about it, if, if there's not attention drawn to it by any means necessary, if you got to, you know, at Twitch on Twitter, hey, what's up with the ad? <laughs> Hey, you know, little baby steps, but when it adds up, when enough people start the wheels turning, the get issue them that will always come about with the ad, not to shoot Twitch some bell, is this. Hey, Coke was probably the ones that filmed it. Coke is probably the one that set everything up. It's technically a Coke ad, but highlighting things on Twitch, right? So all Twitch would have to say is, oh, we ain't filmed this shit. That was all on Coke. Mm -hmm. Blah blah blah. Get mad at Coke for that. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes a he said, she said fucking story. So where if if you pay attention, and this is where reading the little fine print that nobody likes to read comes into play. Uh those of 
those who read their affiliate or their partner contracts knows that, hey, when you stream the first 24 hours, it belongs to Twitch exclusively. It's theirs. Technically, even after that, all that content is still theirs. That means before Coke even went to those streamers, because I'm pretty sure, you know, they had to get their permission, quote unquote. Realistically, they don't. But to make you feel good and to avoid them having to go, oh, gosh, here, here's a check for X amount of dollars. Take it. Shut up. They give you the feeling that you're in control. <clears throat> Coke goes to Twitch and says, hey, we want to use these streamers because we did this in their stream. We want to do this. We, we, and Twitch gives them the, hey, yeah, sure. You, you're writing us a check for how much? <laughs> Absolutely. <Exactly>. Do whatever <laughs> yeah, the, fuck, do whatever you the fuck you want. Exactly. Uh, but at the same time, that means Twitch could go, hey, actually, you know, let's mix it up a bit. Let's, let's, you know, let's be fair about it. So they're not entirely off the hook, but I, I get True. what Burn is saying. A lot of people won't think about it, you know, in that depth of thought, which leads us back to the problem I mentioned earlier. People are like, you know what? That's above my pay grade. Somebody else is going to take care of it. And that's that's not ever going to happen. I mean, look at the top 10 Twitch. What if anybody even knows the top 10 Twitch streamers anymore? Do we even have a top 10 anymore? We do. We do. <laughs> I mean, we do, but because then Pokemon didn't she even she didn't even like stream on for a while, and she was holding her spot, and it's like she doesn't she wasn't even streaming. Does she even know if she's on that? Does she even know that she still has a Twitch account? I think she like went full <laughs> lo YouTube. <laughs> So um, right now on the uh, the top ten list is uh, XQC, Critical Role, Doctor Disrespect, Moon Moon, Nick Merckx, Tin the Tat Man, The Real Kanowski, Castro, Admirable, and Summit One G. Any of them have tint in their skin? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I'm just asking. It's a fair question. <laughs> it's a fair question. Castro is Castro is of ethnicity. Yeah. Okay. So we got at least one. Out of 10. Let me do some more research. I get back to it. <laughs> hey, Itachi. Yes. Not, not to touch on anything too bad, but do the Korean bikini streamers count? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You that's, can't deal with me today. That's, okay. That's a, Itachi's favorite subject. That is a rabbit hole in and in and of itself that is a rabbit hole anyway so let me explain something um oh crap. No, no 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 this is this is to show because i i'm pretty sure that a lot of people listen to the show and if you've gone through the history you see the guests that we've had on uh i wanted to nip in uh, well not nip in the butt because it's been a problem on twitch for like freaking forever but i also wanted to show that there were were definitely female streamers out there that you know they they take pride in producing quality content and what i mean by quality content is there's so many out there they know the game they know the game better than guys do <laughs> i mean there i mean can, can i say it can i say it now uh -huh, uh -huh. go because because no? because it's going to bug him if he does baby Strippers need love too, Craig. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. And there's a play. Oh, that brings me to something. That brings me to something. Another kind of. But I'm going to finish my first thought. And I'm going to get to the other thought on why I feel that the bikini things and stuff have been affecting Twitch so bad. Uh, but I wanted to show that they can literally shoot the shit with the guys all the same. Like everybody, you know, as a guy. Uh, one, if you're a guy on Twitch, you've got fierce competition just with your own gender. If you're not good at the game and you're not entertained, nobody's watching. You got to be one or the other or both. Because I'm not going to lie, I've watched Ninja Streams. Him as a person, I do not find entertaining. I am so freaking bored. But his <laughs> skills are undeniable. And that's what people are watching. They're watching his skills. And then, mm -hmm. it, it, on the other hand, uh, you've got some, like... Markiplier, well known on YouTube, also known on Twitch. He's not great at every game, not maybe the first time he plays it, but his personality is entertaining. So he pulls people in. So if you're a guy streamer, you've got, you know, those two things going that you, you got to work with. You got to be one or the other. 
with the females, they're fighting many, many, many different storms. <laughs> it just it just depends if they give or they stick to their to their guns with what they're with what they're doing. Uh, because... Strippers need love to crank. <laughs> Anywho, um, I have sat in quite a few female streamers streams and i can say without a doubt especially if they get above 10 viewers that's when it's that's when it's rough for them oh <laughs> that's when it gets really bad and i can't tell you how many times i've seen requests for them to show certain parts of their body asking if they're single do you have an instagram check your dms hey honey hey beautiful and i'm like huh well, right. This and those is ones awkward. get fucked over. And, and, those yeah, ones get fucked over. Because and I'll admit that. Because when they don't, and there's so many that are like, "Hey, look, you know, I'm not gonna bash you for it, but I'm not that kind of girl." And then their channel suffers because you know all the lurkers waiting for their turn to you know say something. They chime in. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, well, shit, I'm out." Now, what I was gonna say, where I feel Twitch kind of might need to change their look, and it, and it's something that. I only found out because after I, I went on a, uh, in a Facebook group I'm in and I, I posted I posted a question and one of the guys responded with a, a, a screenshot and he was like, this is probably why. So cam girls, legit cam girls, their sites and layouts resemble Twitch almost oh, to yeah. a T. Almost yeah. to a T, down to alerts I and everything. I've watched enough porn in my life to know that. <laughs> so, so, so you, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, so you got this guy at 10 o'clock in the morning. He comes from his cam girl site, and he immediately just from slides over to Twitch <laughs> and just expects what he just left to be here. Prime grade A beat hour. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gut shit. So... I feel, and then it doesn't help because that's where the bikini streamers and the poolside streamers, because don't even get me started on that rant. We really know how I feel about those. Uh, they're the catalyst that gave that false signal of what Twitch is. Release the flutes. You can show a titty. Definitely. Yeah. They, they opened the floodgates for it. Um, and I'm not trying to say, hey, you know, you're, you're terrible for picking whatever craft you've picked. I just feel like the the platform they chose to pick was just the wrong platform. And as we discussed before in a previous podcast, we get it. Instant, right then on the spot gratification. You don't have mm -hmm. YouTube, you don't have YouTube being the middle guy flagging you. You don't have, you know, any of you don't have any delay. When somebody donates, it's boom, right then and there in your pocket. But at the same time, you don't have to be naked because you, you know, there's no nudity on Twitch. So it's like, hey, I get to be a cam girl without being a cam girl, and I get the money of a cam girl. Thanks. So they know the game. Yeah, they, they so, know it. They again, know the as I stated. Strippers. Don't say it again. Love Crank. <laughs> I mean, I feel like um, it's 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 the wrong platform, but morally wrong. Yeah, uh, financially, uh, goddamn, they picked the right spot. They picked the uh, they picked the money maker because they yeah, it's a yeah. hustle, man. And they and they they are making a killing. Yeah. But we're not gonna go down the rabbit hole any further. We're not going down the rebel any further, because oh my Stop god, now. that's yes, yes, yes. We could yes, stay yes. here for two days on this. Oh, we could, we could for sure, true. for sure. Uh, moving down the list, Redbox, no longer running out games, guys. Guys, we're we're taking that that step into the digital age, one Redbox machine at a time. I mean, I, mean, I think. Uh, go. Well, I, I was just gonna say, I'm like, so what was it last week when we were talking about like you know every game, all the games going digital and the positive aspects of it and also the negative aspects of it uh i'm gonna go with my lead on this one um i still feel very strongly money is a huge huge factor because with rentals especially with redbox they were able to let you run out a game at a discounted price you play the game you got your money's worth you send the game back cool you didn't have to pay full price for it you rented it and all that <clears throat> What is probably happening is 
pretty sure, you know, big gaming industries reached out to Redbox and are like, hey, you know, we kind of don't like the idea that we give you 50,000 copies of our game, you rent it out for less, and instead of 50,000 people buying our game full price and then spending hundreds of dollars over the years on the, that specific game with all the DLC, maybe 10,000 are actually gonna keep that game and spend it. It's like, hey, we're losing money. We could be making more. And I feel that's the reason uh, Redbox is, is, is getting, I don't feel they wanted to, I feel they were told to. So I think well, yeah. <clears throat> I think you have a couple things here. One, it's well known that the video game industry has hated the rental industry for years. And this dates back all the way back to the late 1980s, early 90s, when Nintendo actually sued Blockbuster for rentals mm -hmm. because they didn't want people to rent games. And so I, I think that's part of it. But I think, you know, even a bigger part is just it's not making them any money anymore because most of our games are digital game pass is going to kick its ass um well you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. like like the games on game pass they're not that bad and for halo's for, on game pass man yeah right, halo's on game pass gears is on uh, game pass i don't know what's all on the pc game pass but i've heard it's not bad uh, on there too, man. You can get that for a okay. dollar right now, first three months, man. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and so, it's a steal. I, I, I think part of, so, part of what so that is. So, Redbox too. is going to charge you what, three to six bucks a day? If, you know, it's going to. So, well, like things like Redbox. There's no also, when I think of Redbox, right. the first thing I think of is movies. And I don't even have a dedicated Blu ray player set up right. in my house. The right. only Blu-ray player I have right now set up is my Xbox One. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they're still selling movies, let alone games. It, honestly. I, I, movies, I, I, I could see. There's the whole still gaming a aspect. The whole gaming aspect. The problem with it is they have no accountability. What is Redbox really going to do? Again, you swipe, you swipe your card, you get the game, you pay the what, like two dollars for the game? Yeah. Yeah. If you don't bring it back. They charge, they like yeah, they keep charging you. They'll, they'll charge well, you full no, price for the no. game. They'll end up because I've actually ha ended up accidentally having this happen to me. But how many people a, have finessed the system, had a prepaid card, and true? Uh, right. I'm sure that there's some way to finesse it, but I or know the other way that I was thinking because about. I ended up accidentally paying for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I take it back. It. Realized, you know, because I was like. I, I had heard that it was fucking garbage, but I was like, it can't be that bad. So I got it from Redbox, and it was that fucking bad. And I, I, I just forgot to take it back. And then like, you know, like three weeks later, I had a charge for like fifty six bucks for. You know, I was like, Redbox. Games. I mean, yeah. Eventually, they'll just so, they'll just charge you for the full price of the game once they get but the, the full amount. Way, though, right? How many times have you been to Redbox? Right, went to go rent a movie and the movie wasn't there like the system says it's there you get it out and, and somebody, somebody somebody did some fake it. shit yep yeah yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah. um they don't have any way to scan yeah there's no way to really tell if hey this is legit get the game going back in or not so now you have a bunch of people getting a 60 dollar game for two dollars right so what finesse? What my what my take on that prop? What what they could have done is and and I know that the people would be like, oh, that defeats the purpose of rental. Rental is supposed to be, you know, uh, affordable with games. There, I'm and I'm ninety percent sure that uh, they could have put a code on a disc. And since most of the time, it would have taken a while before people could have figured it out. <clears throat> um, and I'm sure everybody finds loopholes. People, and the fact that people spend so much time on this stuff, they literally could have just bought the damn game. Like, <laughs> like you spent so much time finding loopholes, you might as well just bought the damn game and then never have to worry about it. But they could have wrote a code, probably. But they could have wrote a code onto the disc, and once that game goes out, and your system's connected to the internet, and if you have an Xbox One, everybody knows there was no way you were playing. Uh, 
what was it, the Xbox One without internet anyway. So there was going to be pretty much an impossible way to finesse this. You have it where the rental game doesn't work unless you're always connected to the internet. Once the minute your internet connection is gone, the game doesn't work. It would have been very simple. Uh, and that sounds like too much effort, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It sounds like effort. it sounds like. Yeah. Too, but once again, coming back to the too much effort, look at the effort people put in to finesse the system. <laughs> you go get a prepaid card just so that they can't keep charging you. You put the money you need on that card. You hustle to go to the red box that you probably had to walk about two, three blocks for. You go get the game. You got to hope someone didn't finesse before uh, you finessed. You can't con the con, man. <laughs> They go and buy Justin Bieber's Christmas CD and put that back in the instead. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it is thinking it's like, okay, you put something you spent money on into the case to take it to the. You might as well just bought the damn game, bro. Yeah. So here's the thing I've seen happen, right? I've been in the red box, right? Went to go get the DVD, and it's this little paper mache cutout of the disc. Nigga, no. slap that motherfucker in there and call it a day. You I have seen that. Yeah. No, I have seen that. Oh you, my gosh! You, most of you have known me long, almost ten years. Imagine my temper before child getting that. Yeah, uh, that, I've never seen somebody stab a red box machine. <laughs> <laughs> shaking, shaking the red box. Oh, oh god! The game, motherfucking game. I think another thing with uh, red box though is people are people are getting that. Uh, that laziness or they don't want to leave their house shit that's why they do like the walmart deliveries and stuff yeah it was fucking it was negative 15 degrees when i woke up today there was no fucking way i wanted to leave my house See, you but can that's have because, one that's because you choose to live in a terrible area yeah <laughs> you nobody good. told you to live on the moon america okay the work is good when you know my back isn't fucked up but yeah <laughs> the work is good but red, red box damn. Redbox is literally going to be blockbuster. Redbox is blockbuster. It's going through literally. the blockbuster fast. Um, to the point, there's going to be one machine left. So they would this have is, to. And maybe them and Netflix combining together. Yeah. Well, Redbox Netflix game action. That would now that could work. Somehow. Redbox is with gameplay. Blockbuster fucker. They had the chance to buy out Redbox, not Redbox, but Netflix. And what they do? Nah, we good. We're nah, the we'll, we'll stay with physical with copies. We're good. <laughs> right. Two years later. <laughs> yeah. You know, bro, there's sad, one man. blockbuster in the rest of, in the whole world, and I think it's in like Oregon or some shit. Like <laughs> That's that. what it's I read. Shit. Yeah. Uh, so there was one in Ohio, and that one closed down like last year. Uh, and so I believe there's one, yeah, there's either I forget where that is. I almost want to say it's Alaska. There's, <laughs> that would surprise me. There's with, one, it wasn't a blockbuster, but we had a movie rental place in South Dakota that just closed down like a couple months ago. I live, I live over here in the west suburbs of Chicago, and I don't know what it is, but somehow family video has managed to survive in this area. <laughs> Jesus. All they Jesus do. Holy crap. Even, like, they're on their signs, they don't even advertise like the movies that are out. All they advertise is that they sell CBD. Like you need to relax, little C B D. Like got not the little, little popcorn movie C B D. There you go. We do that. legalize weed here on January one. So in, in like in, income in the twenties. Movie yeah, movie rentals are going through the roof. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe they're playing the long game here. I'm not exactly sure, like but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're trying to they're trying to outlive. That's what they're. they're how long do you think we can keep this building, guys? I uh, give it another year. <laughs> but, but I live ten minutes away from two different family videos. Holy no crap! Yeah. Mm. See, that's I mean, there's people that so the reason I say there's people out there that are very sentimental. They might and they just like to collect things. They're they're collectors. So that's how those stores survive because you know some people that that's that's their niche. That's their hobby. They will go. They'll buy these things. They'll collect them. The uh, and kind of speaking on you know the digital thing. Um. Well, a good I a good example kind of skipping around on our little outline here i we, guys we already told them i was like hey we have this outline 
we never follow it. <laughs> now, it it's just there. Uh, but but Stadia, as we talked about before, is a good example of the push to make everything digital. It, the way Stadia is doing it, and it's kind of funny because Google is looking at like gamers across all the platforms. Everybody carries a phone. Most people have a computer. Uh, and then you've got everyone with a console. And then you got those that, you know, they've got a little bit of everything. What Stadia is doing, it's like PlayStation and Xbox always had a console war. The PC gamers are like, ha, we're the master race. And Stadia is coming along. It's like, uh, hardware? We can do both. <laughs> <laughs> Har- hardware? Who On the, the Chromecast. Fuck, who the fuck needs hardware? <laughs> it's all digital, oh, baby. And, and, sure. and now it's where I, I, I do think... Uh, even though, you know, there's people waiting with bated breath for Stadia to, to crash and burn. I don't see it crashing and burning anymore. I feel they've gotten enough momentum because if history has shown anything, the minute Google sees something as not being fruitful, they have no problem dropping it. Right. Google glasses, anyone? <laughs> what, are the, what are those? Exactly. I mean, I think, well, I think the only place that Google glasses is still being used is in the medical field. That's about it. But... Uh, yeah, I, but, you know, there's a lot of things like that, you know, that, like, their original purpose was not what they ended up being. Like, Connect is used, like, Xbox Connect is used in, like, ORs across America. It's actually kind of wild. Yeah. <laughs> I know, uh, uh, what is it? The the Connect has so many different purposes. Some people just use it as, like, their little night cam to pick stuff up. It's, 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 it, it wasn't ever used for what it was meant to be used for. No, but there are so <laughs> many good uses for Connect. Gaming is not one. Gaming is, yeah, gaming wasn't one. There was that one game with the, um, man, you were on the log and you had to jump over the stuff. I swear that was always (laughs) the class. But here's the the thing. If you was wide body, it ain't picked up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, yeah. I heard about that. I heard about if you were too dark, it wouldn't pick you up at one point. Yeah. 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 Uh, So don't be fat and extra dark. Oh, man. (laughs) So, so, so basically what we were saying uh, is that the Xbox Connect was a little racist. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Xbox Connect hates. Black. Xbox and Parry did not like you if you were dark. Perfect. And fat. But I do see Stadia's idea still, I'm you know, I'm still on the fence about it, but I, I see it as in the future to the point where you won't have to go like like Bullet said earlier, you're not gonna have to go anywhere to buy a game. And then you're not gonna have to take up space on a hard drive. You're literally gonna have this little tiny thing if that anymore you plug it into your tv which is actually good for portability if you could just take that anywhere you put it in your pocket you got your entire game life with you uh and you plug it in and you're good to go and even if the hardware breaks if all the games are on the cloud and all your save data is on the cloud it's never gone unless literally that entire establishment where their servers are just explodes right but then you're not uh, by yourself (laughs) yeah i used to use this uh program called parsec and it was very similar uh, to Stadia in a way. I had a laptop and I'm looking at it right now. I still use it today, just not for gaming. Uh, it's not too powerful, but what Parsec would allow you to do was uh, stream a Amazon computer, um, which they had, I guess, somewhere or whatever on some drive, but it's a uh, pretty powerful computer they had and you would stream it right to your, your computer and you could play like with your keyboard and mouse and and you could download games and you could download Steam and, and you know, so, the problem was like the ping and whatnot, and I did a little research in the article. Um, it says on here that uh, with about 100 megabytes down, you'd be looking at about 150 ping playing Destiny 2 multiplayer, which is unplayable. And yeah. that's kind of the same thing that I was experiencing with Parsec. It's just like, unless you had a fiber fucking Wi-Fi connection in your house, not even Wi-Fi, Ethernet, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, plugged in, <laughs> and that's plugged in straight into Google's towers. I don't think you're getting strong enough you're not, connection. Yeah. So meet that nasty internet. So here's a little food for thought. Like that's my only reserve about it because I was actually thinking about this the other day because I'm getting ready to start traveling again for work, like heavily again. You know where I'm going to be on the road probably two weeks out of every month. You know, so like 
and normally I just bring my minis with me, but you know, you can only bring those for so long before you just start getting bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're living in a hotel room by yourself. <laughs> but imaginary friends out the wazoo. I mean <laughs> Yeah, because like you know, like I'll be in cities where I don't know a single soul. Right. So like after I leave work at six o'clock at night, I got till seven AM the next morning to like just sit there by myself. Yeah. yeah, so like a stadium. I mean, you got the bikini if, chicks if on Twitch. Get... What? Huh? <laughs> you guys said you got the bikini I mean... chicks on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be real. I visit much, much higher quality sites for, oh, for that. Hey, high quality. High, high quality. quality. High quality. <laughs> you don't want to know this high quality. <laughs> oh, no. We'll save high that for quality. the premium. Sometime. Yeah, we'll save that for the premium podcast. His high quality still gives me nightmares. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, know how, you know how hard it is to give me nightmares? Um, I mean, oh, there's there. I mean, there's that one thing that... that uh, <laughs> That one thing that when I was... When I visited Burn that his wife told me the story of that I know gave him nightmares because it literally woke him up and made him run out the room. We'll say that one for the premium as well if you guys want to find that one out. <laughs> but here's a little... Here's a little I got a question for you real quick. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Feeling that... blue, buddy? No, I'm not feeling blue. <laughs> <laughs> I know this setup. You figure out what that means. Mm-hmm. So here's some food for thought. A little bit of a conspiracy theory. You guys down for a little conspiracy theory here? Who I love conspiracy theory. Okay. I've so kill him. Okay, not that conspiracy theory. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I thought that's where we were. <laughs> no, no. So it, it's it's tying into what Stadia is trying to do and net neutrality. Um. So. As Don mentioned earlier, you know, with the pings and pretty much you would need like the best fiber optic internet that is available. Uh, I feel that that is a perfect, especially being that it's run by Google and Google is the Disney of the internet. So to say Google doesn't have their hands involved in internet companies would just, I would just feel that's kind of being naive. Well, no, Google does have their hand in internet companies. For a while there, they were running fiber in some areas. I think they kind of gave up on it. Uh, but they were running Google Fiber in... I think they were doing tests in, in a couple places in Texas and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. A few other places where the infrastructure was pretty easy to get into. Unlike, you know, cities like Chicago or Philadelphia, New York. Old oh, cities yeah. that... Yeah. They're, 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 they're pretty, pretty much easy to do. To, to run cable Yep. Through. <laughs> so where I was going with it is um, pretty much when you have something like Stadia that's completely internet based and you need powerful internet <clears throat> and <clears throat> gamers live on the internet we live on the internet it, we've literally have now been trained into that era we went from the era of never having to be connected to the internet to you can't play this game unless you are connected to the internet so subconsciously that's already there that's already set you could when we go buy a game we automatically assume hey there's going to be a day one update i don't know what the hell they're updating and why the game even came out if it wasn't ready but we got a day one update got it cool as soon as i put this in update we're already trained and programmed for that now stadia uh, day is going one 16 day one. gig update got exactly it. cool i don't know what the, did i did i buy a blank disc what's happening here i'm, I'm confused so we we already know about that and Stadia is going to slowly try to implement, along with the consoles and along with what PC's already been doing, the, hey, screw hard, go digital. You don't need a physical copy, go digital. Subconsciously, we're getting used to that. I don't have to leave my house. I can just get the game <laughs> right here. I can pre-order it 10 minutes before it comes out and get that bonus content. All my games are digital. Mm-hmm. And Every single one. Exactly. So now we're getting trained subconsciously and programmed to adapt to that what the whole internet battle back and forth is is you know with net you know net neutrality we we had a bit more spoke outspokenness we had a little bit more freedom with our internet they couldn't pretty much dictate how much they were sending to you i mean still i want you guys to think you're literally paying for radio waves that are just floating out there in the air they're there 
they're just floating out there and you're just pretty much paying for what's already floating around uh but what they're doing is they're able to restrict or widen how much you're you're getting so now that they the internet providers have say and they can determine how much you know bandwidth you are allotted where i feel google has already thought ahead is hey we know that this is going to be a problem there's no way they didn't know they already knew so what way to convince people to upgrade their internet than to say hey you're not going to be able to fully enjoy this game because you're not going to get all the bandwidth you're not going to get all you, you need that super powered fiber optic top notch I feel like that the people who are smart enough to be playing games on the stadium are the same people who would listen to a lady over the phone from Google tell them to upgrade their Wi Fi. (laughs) Hello, I work for Google. You could just buy a PC. Exactly. And, and, but my, it'll become to the point one day that even is it going to happen within probably the next. 10 years no i mean we're talking no. we're talking like 20 30 years tops before pcs are totally you know digital and fit in your pocket like <laughs> <laughs> but it's coming it's, it's coming, coming and google is laying the groundwork google's laying the groundwork kind of like how how disney was laying the groundwork they knew what they wanted to do they had a blueprint you don't just start attacking and start you know conquering without a plan it, went, it doesn't but succeed. In 30 years, Disney's going to own everything, though. Disney's going to own media, <laughs> and Google's going to own the internet. Listen, <laughs> so if this Abridged series holds out to be true with how Disney works, Disney's going to end up running the whole fucking world, right? They're going to be the president of the world, and we're going to have a dictatorship. Didn't but- The Simpsons predict Disney buying everything up, too? There's a lot of stuff the Simpsons predicted, and the Simpsons predicted like I think the well, was Disney taking over. Yeah, they did. I'm pretty they sure that was in one of them. Yeah, that was in like 2000. They predicted that Disney was going to own Fox. Um, yep. They also predicted Donald Trump being the president. That whole, that whole pre- not 9/11. They did. <laughs> it's a scary thing. You mean you gotta <laughs> you really gonna start you gotta start Matt, watching Simpson episodes more carefully. Matt, Matt Groening is a time traveler. It's proven. It's it's, it's a proven <laughs> fact. He he's already seen the future. But mm-hmm. but yeah, you know that's that's where I think it's heading. I'm I'm pretty sure it's a master plan uh, that nobody's gonna pay attention to right now. And a lot of people are thinking, you know, it's years down the road. Yeah, but you know, time flies, and before you know it, you're gonna one day look over at your TV, and that that. TV stand is going to be useless because you're not going to have a console there. You're not going to have a Blu-ray player there, and you're just going to be looking at this dust-covered stand, wondering, "Oh, what the heck is this for?" <laughs> like that's that's the that's the era we are heading to. My grandkids can rapidly. come over and see my giant retro collection of yesteryear. Oh, and they're going to be like, "What the gosh. fuck is this?" <laughs> Yo. <laughs> And I would just sit there and love it, man. Yeah, they're gonna be sitting there trying to iron their clothes with it. <laughs> they're, gonna look at, they're gonna look at the. My, my real question is, is what would now? Because I've actually shown like kids under the age of ten my CRT televisions. Oh boy, Jesus! <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh boy! What what what's on the back of the TV? It's oh, so grainy. Whoa! <laughs> Why does your TV have a badonkadonk? <laughs> oh my god! Exactly. Hey man, I got I got four of them in my house all together. I oh, only got one man. hooked up. Well, no, because I mean they're eventually going to burn out, and I never want to be without one. Yeah, you need so. one for the N sixty four. I got. Bullshit! Now, hell no. My fucking smart TV has that shit. No, well, like, you can. So, like, we've talked about this, but, like, for N64, you can get, like, really good upscalers uh, to upscale your N64. But I still have my CRT for things super old. But they got the the RCA to HDMI adapters now, too, though. Yeah, and they're not bad but you're still gonna get some like say i'm playing gamecube okay on like a on a regular standard high def television Uh, like this one right so any (laughs) 
any TV with component cables, it's still going to be like really, really dark on those just because the I don't understand how it all works, but it still lo- it looks like a bag of ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, so when you look at them, they look if you so bad. You yourself a Wii that has HD components uh, and play it that way. That's the yeah. best way to play GameCube right now. Yep. Yeah, because if you try it, and if I've tried playing some of my games the way that they were supposed to be played when they came out, and you have to realize that our eyes have evolved <laughs> quite far. So. From well, mine that. are just get mine are just getting worse. That's so like, I, oh God. that's why I always like recommend to, to people that want to play retro games: don't play anything 3D, don't mm. play any PlayStation, don't play any PS2, don't play any Xbox. Don't play GameCube unless you're like yeah. A used lot of to the it. games didn't age well. No, yeah. they they mm-hmm. don't. GameCube has some good stuff that that has has aged well, but like N64 has not aged well. PlayStation oh, yeah. has Gold, not aged well. Golden GoldenEye is not easy to play anymore. No, no. <laughs> so, oh, well, we and we covered that Nintendo shut down that fan-made one that looked amazing, oh, completely remade on the Unreal Engine. Nintendo was like. <laughs> No, no, <laughs> not today. But like your NES, your Sega, and your uh, Super Nintendo all look fine, all look good. That's well, good. there you have it, guys. Find yourself some a good upscaler, and you're in your in your business. Yep, that's your game. Uh, and uh, oh. if anybody else is into the yeah. Commodore 64, it's still fun. I'm I'm actually it is. one. I think this week I'm gonna actually stream my Super Nintendo Classic. I'm I'm a debate go. on that. I'm gonna watch that just to see how terrible it looks. I'm gonna troll the shit out of you. <laughs> do, do it, do it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey, Bullet. Yeah. Can we get you to stream Final Fantasy three on there? I'll debate Ooh. on it. I'll debate on it. So I want to see how many people come into the chat, right? That don't know. They're just probably perusing, and they're gonna sit there and try to upscale his stream to 1080p and wonder why it's still pixelated. <laughs> oh, they're, they're gonna be so confused. Why does this look like shit? Why does this look so bad? Uh, and speaking of upscaling, one of the uh, next things on our list is perfect, actually. Uh, I'm personally excited for it because I love the franchise, and it's coming back to form. Resident Evil 3. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ghostbusters. No, no. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the new fucking... What's his face dropped? And I mean, I don't look bad. But Resident Evil 3, yeah. Yeah. All for that shit. My soul is ready. Don, please tell me you've played a Resident Evil. I played a Resident Evil. Um, I haven't taken the time to uh, go through and play a lot of the older ones uh, before my time, kind of. I did uh, play through Resident Evil 7 uh, alongside a streamer, um, and it's just like kind of really scary now. I like the um, old Resident Evil, and I can't put my name on it, the one where like you're outside and there's this chainsaw guy and it's really dusty everywhere. Oh, you guys like, that's four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, it could have been four I or five. I play that one. It could have yeah, been, true. did it have the super buff dude? Yeah, hold on. That hold was on. Right, that was five. This no, super, no, no, no. Super there's buff an Chris. There's, Chris a, there's an easier way to ask this. Was the main villain Hispanic looking or black? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm so I can't serious. even. I can't even remember. I can't even remember though. Did you have? Because wait, wait, wait. Did you have the merchant? Scene. Did you have the merchant with the what are you buying? Look, honestly, this <laughs> one scene, it was five. This one scene. <laughs> it's it's like five. Us and it's desert. Yeah, I love that one because it's more about um. It's more about gun mechanics almost uh it's almost as if like there's enemies everywhere and the new one it seems like there's a lack of uh of just enemies you know what i mean uh there's a lot of empty corridors where it's just like he might be over here and i can run from him yeah and the old resident evils it'd be like the guy right there the guy right there the guy right there you're about so, to die yeah. well, so, like, so i think that resident like if you ever played like resident evil one like that's more like it's very slow paced and like you actually don't encounter your first enemy in Resident so Evil 1 right. for like 15, 20 minutes into the game, at ah. least. Puzzles are your worst enemy for a while. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's what I realized in 7. It's like the enemies are, 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 are easy, man. These puzzles. The puzzles, <laughs> These puzzles will get you. puzzles are going to kick my ass. Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. what's good, what, what's, if you really want to experience Resident Evil 7 the way it's truly meant to be experienced, get yourself a nice little VR headset. Pop that Why bad would you boy do on. that to yourself? Bro? I did it. Uh, if I can do it, crazy. 
This is absolutely true, guys. <laughs> but it, it, it really showed, and I'm pretty sure it was an experiment to see if they could pull it off better later. I say they totally need to go for it. Uh, Resident Evil 5 really started focusing on the act. Well, no, 4 brought in the action concept, but they still maintained the scare factor. 5 focused more on the action um, than Five the scare. Chris looking like he took steroids and could punch a boulder. <laughs> I, Actually, hey. I think at one point in the game, he did. He punch punched a boulder. a boulder. He punched <laughs> a whole fucking boulder into lava. What? The fullest anti-terrorism you've ever met. Yet he couldn't. Yet he's. That's the thing. It was so mind-boggling. The man could punch a boulder into lava, and Wesker whooped his ass. Oh my god. Okay, that's a whole other dark, dark, dark conversation. You're true. Man. You're true. That's true. We could. We could. Good. You know. We should. Do, we, hey guys, this is a good idea for like a future podcast. Just diving into the Resident Evil lore. And because make a, a lot note of people about that. only played the numbers and they didn't play Code Veronica, so they have no idea why the fuck Wesker went from "Hey, I'm human" to "I'm black, <laughs> super. <laughs> I'm black super." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he uh, with with the the new Resident Evils. Um, I strongly recommend if you haven't played two, Don, definitely get your hands on two, play it. There is plenty enemies, trust me, and <laughs> you you will you will be wishing there were no enemies. Um, this is true. You will be wishing there are no enemies because trust me, if you watch any, if you if you, and you guys probably have, if you watch my streams and see the dumb mistakes I made with several of my play. I don't know how I beat <laughs> that damn game. Is, is one of those mistakes leaving Leroy Jenkins on your soundboard? Yeah, that was one of the mistakes. That was a terrible <laughs> mistake. But the feeling of, that, by the way. The feeling of dread that Resident 2 gives you that if you go back and play the original one, you probably would be like, okay, you know, because just media in general has made us so desensitized to the old school things that would scare us that that is just a walk of the park you'd be like oh haha that one thing got me and then you know you go on about it this one brings in the things that scare us right now a big dude in a black trench coat stalking you in the dark <laughs> nobody wants that nobody, <laughs> nobody wants that nobody wants that <laughs> well like <laughs> And, and you're right, because the first time I ever played Resident Evil, I actually didn't play it on PlayStation. I played it on GameCube on the on the remaster oh, the for the GameCube. Yeah. And so I was probably, I don't know, 12, 13, somewhere <laughs> in that range. And it scared the fuck out of me, man. <laughs> no, because I was like, I was playing in the dark in my basement, like by myself at like, you know, 11 o'clock at night. Why? Because I'm a dumbass. You know this. I'm supposed to play it though. Cause, yeah, cause no, absolutely. I wanted to be scared by this game. Scary and like at the best times. And like like the first zombie even like got me, you know, like when you like first turn the corner yeah, and you see the down. your first zombie he's like ch chowing down on that dude. Mm -hmm. And that kind of got me a little bit. But then when the goddamn fucking dogs jump through the through fucking window. windows, yeah. fuck that. I was out, man. Okay, so just, just a random question. Whose fault is it for that first game when you round the corner and the zombie start? Is it really is it your fault? Or the zombie's fault, because he's just having his lunch. He wasn't going to bother you until you rounded that corner. Until you, <laughs> until you screamed in his fucking I mean, face. <laughs> I mean, think about yeah. it. If you're having your happy food, and somebody just walks up behind you, just making all kinds of noise, and you just trying to be at peace with your food, I think you'd be a little... When your happy food is your friend's insides. <laughs> hey, just it wasn't, hey, it wasn't he, my friend. He, he was a dead he dude. Was, he was just on a picnic, that's all. Yeah. Oh my god. But, but I yeah. think the other thing that like I love about those early Resident Evil games is how much of a survival game they also are. Because like ammo is so scarce in Resident Evil One. Like and that was something that my first playthrough, having never played a horror game or a survival game before, that I was not prepared for of, you know, wasting all six of my bullets and then not having any more bullets for a very long time. And then don't play it on hardcore with limited saves either. Oh, yeah. And then you have to get the knife. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a thing. It's a thing. But gentlemen, 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 we have reached the end of our episode. 
Guys, we're we're almost done with season one, man. Oh no! Oh my right. gosh, guys, we're almost done with season one. <laughs> but no, seriously. What are we gonna do? Don, Don, before we let you go, please let everybody know where they can reach you, all your social media, all that stuff. Tell them where they can slide up into your DMs. Man, I'm on social media. It's Don Baton six seven eight. Of course, on Twitch, it's just Don Baton. Guys, as always, had a blast. Guys, for everybody listening out there, uh, I don't know why I, thumbs up and but <laughs> no, but yeah, Sorry. just throw thumbs up everywhere. <laughs> Guys, if you want to help the podcast out, think about supporting us on Patreon. You can find me on Patreon.com forward slash Itachi two six six, and also. You can just check it out on the website, Atachi266.live. You can also find me on Twitch as well, Twitch forward slash Atachi266. Pretty much if you type in Atachi266, you probably will find me. Don, thank you so much for joining us. It was really awesome having you on the show. Hopefully you can join us again in the future. Hopefully, man. This was fun. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm so glad. I mean, it's so nice when everyone says they come on the show and, and they have fun. So uh, definitely looking forward to uh, to season two. Going to have a few surprises in store for uh, for everybody. So cheers. Guys, cheers. stay safe out there, and we will catch you all on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Later, everybody. Later, everybody. What's up, everyone? Itachi266 here. Did you enjoy that podcast? If so, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Itachi2661 and Instagram at Itachi266TTV. Also, think about becoming a patron and help support the channel at patreon.com slash Itachi266. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.